Good morning on the West Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dice, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And the name of the episode today is NAFQ Professional of the Year 2020. Quevedo. Couldn't wait to get this show on the air. Had such a great conversation. We recorded this show yesterday and it is absolutely dynamite as JJ would say from Good Times back in the day. We'll give the millennials a chance to Google Good Times. Ain't we lucky we got them. Yeah, great show. I love that show. Anyway, a couple quick announcements before we get to the interview with Alicia. Uh, next week, uh, we've started a new podcast called Bank on Women. And a quick side note, uh, you may recall uh, on LinkedIn, after spending the entire summer telling everybody else that they need to respect diversity and inclusion, the Cooperative Credit Union League up in Massachusetts came out with their lineup for their annual meeting. And it was a mantle, a panel of all white, dusty, has-been white guys and I called them out on it and sure enough man have they added they've dumped a Benetton ad worth of diversity into their virtual annual meeting for 2020 because I called them out on it for all you pretenders out there in the credit union underground Sarah Snell Cook all of you people that pretend to be all about empowering diversity and inclusion for women I'm actually getting the results and I'm actually co-hosting a podcast called Bank on Women. The main host is Jennifer Pesticas. She is a 20-plus year financial professional from one of the largest seg-based credit unions in America. And so next week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we're going to roll the first three episodes so you can get familiar with that podcast because it's been a lot of fun working with Jen. And she is just a, again, in this interview today with Alicia, Alicia is so honest and so forthcoming. And Jen is the same way as she talks about the challenges of banking as a woman. And it is different. And I've been very honest about this when I've talked to people about it. If you say to me, business banker, commercial banker, I see a guy. I really do. If you say, tell a supervisor, I think of a woman. Okay, as enlightened as I try to be, that is just, you know, 20 plus years in banking. That is my mindset. That mindset exists in American banking. And so anything we can do to get people talking about that and thinking about that, well, we're going to do it. So next week, check out the first three episodes of Bank on Women, and then we'll have that as a weekly episode on the Eloquent Online channel. And another quick shout out to Carla Saran down at United Texas Credit Union in San Antonio. Caught up with her yesterday as well and had a great conversation catching up with her. And then this afternoon, I'm talking to Scott Deeser from First Financial Bank up in Abilene, Texas about this talent 
pipeline that he has developed here in the state of Texas. We've got this amazing program that starts with students on university campuses all over the great state of Texas and prepares them for careers in banking. And candidly, it should be a nationwide program. And so I'm going to talk to him about that this afternoon. But before that, we have got a great show for you today. Like I said, this is such an honest and forthcoming interview with Alicia, who has basically done every job a person can do at the credit union, a career that spans 32 years and was awarded this year the 2020 NAFQ Professional of the Year. We've been doing this show for 10 years, and NAPQ was the first guests we had on this show back in March of 2010. And I got to thinking about just the, the value of longevity. And I'm going to name some brands here that will be familiar to some of you people in the credit union marketplace. Chatter Yak, Subcat Marketing, Credit Union Homepage, Sixth Story. They're all gone. And we're still here. And why? Because we're better than they were. You know what? Someone asked me the other day, why do you have to say that your podcast is the best? And I asked them, does your banking brand say they're second best or third best or fourth best? Come visit the fourth best credit union in Dade County. Come visit the fifth best credit union in Bear County. No, we say we're the best because we are And I've been so hard on people that are doing these hour-long boring webinars. When you hear this interview with Alicia today, I promise you, you will learn more about banking and professionalism than you will from any boring, bland, mind-numb webinar. And again, you fintech companies out there who all you ever do is talk about fintech, how can you be a fintech? and offer a webinar. That's like me saying, hey, I'm gonna show you the future. Come to my meeting and I've got an overhead projector. All right, sleep nights, everybody. Listen to the Power Performance Podcast if you wanna hear from the best banking professionals in America. And you're gonna hear from one and we're gonna do it all right after this. It's conference quality information without the rubber chicken dinner and without the expense report. This is the Power of Performance Podcast. Ah, yes. When I was listening to that great U2 album, The Joshua Tree, near the Joshua Tree Monument down in Southern California, back in 1987, as the boys in Alpha Company, 4th Battalion, 21st Infantry, were teaching the Marines how to fight in the desert, Alicia Quevedo was starting her career in the credit union marketplace 32 years ago, and now she is the NAFQ Professional of the Year. Hey, Alicia, how are you doing? Great. How about yourself, Jason? I am doing very well. And we started by asking Alicia about her amazing career in the credit union marketplace. Oh, we could keep it real short here. It began many, (laughs) many years ago. (laughs) Um, Actually, I was uh, just had graduated from high school. I was 17 and uh, took a job working in a big retail store. And my friends were going off for the long weekend to the Florida Keys. And I said, you know, 
I've got to do something. I've, I've got to change it myself while I go to school. So I waited till I turned 18 and I applied um, at a bank and a credit union. And although the bank was going to pay me a little bit more, um, the credit union had great benefits. And now I'm not mm -hmm. talking about insurance benefits at the age of 18. Nobody's worried about that. Right. Uh, nope. I was talking about working for a, a financial cooperative um, in the airline industry. So mm -hmm. I, I took a chance. They took a chance on me. I took a chance on them. Um, and it's been a long road. I mean, I could go back to 1987. I started as a teller. This was just going to be a, a little job to get me through college. And then I started liking it. I loved engaging, um, you know, with, with the different people. You got to know them. I still have members that call me today from back in 1987. Um, wow. From there, Alicia moved into lending. She became a branch manager. And as she began to like it more and more, she realized that perhaps her academic trajectory was leading her into a career in finance. Maybe I'll, you know, go into finance in school. But... I gotta tell you, it consumed me. So another opportunity through a merger came up to um, actually manage our headquarters at that point in time. And I loved it. I, I've gotta tell you, um, definitely a, an epic point in, in my career as, as it was growing. However, in 1997, um, it was a very challenging year for me personally. Um, and this is what you'll notice. If you're looking at a linear graph, you'll see my first dip. This is one of my favorite parts of the interview where Alicia acknowledges this regression in her career. She goes to help run her father's business. Her father has taken an ill, and she goes from being someone who's on an upward trajectory in management to working as a part-time teller. Well, as her career moves along, the IT department at her credit union leaves, and she's asked to step into a role that she's never had before at a time where being in IT meant you had to build your own stuff. So back then we built our own computers. It was a lot more cost yep. effective. Spent my first week learning how to build one, then learned um, how to operate our core, which was a, a VAC system. Was given the op opportunity to actually lead the IT um, team and promoted to Senior Vice President of Information Technology. And she takes on that role just as the entire world is about to deal with the, as it turned out, made up disaster called Y2K, but nobody knew that in 1999. You, I look back at it now and I started to think of it, his, his head of IT really had no education uh, or very limited knowledge um, of the IT world. Um, and here we were, you know, months away from Y2K. It was really a non-event at the end of the day. Um, yep. After that, I decided, you know, I found a new passion. I loved IT and I loved how rapidly it was changing and that it was new. Every day was a new challenge. So I went to school um, and I got my A-plus certification, my Network Plus, and my, all my Microsoft certifications. Alicia would stay in that role until 2006 when a merger led to yet another dip in the linear graph um, <laughs> in 2007. Um, and the four years that followed, um, I was IT project manager doing um, all kinds of implementations, either on products or new technologies. That was, that was good for me. I felt that I had found my niche. It was a great balance for me. However, in 2011, 
we were doing some changes in back office area. We had some employees retiring. And at the time, um, Alan was our CEO. Uh, he believed it would be good for me to learn back office. And I said, Alan, are you crazy? IRAs? I used to run from them when I worked at the branch, <laughs> and now I'm going to be responsible for this? Um, uh, what could go wrong? This provided a rare moment of real commonality with Alicia because I used to work at the bank, and I did the same thing. I literally ran from IRAs. I never understood them. We had some lady down. We called her the vault teller because she was too mean to visit with customers. She knew everything about IRAs. I never understood them. I was afraid of them. I never comprehended what was going on and why people would walk in and say, I've got to add something from to my IRA because I'm... 74 and a half. And I'm thinking, who comes in to tell me they're 70? Why does that matter? Why, why can't you just be 74 or 75? What is, I had no idea what they meant. I never processed a single IRA transaction. Well, unlike me, Alicia did figure them out and continued to evolve on her career path. I was definitely out of my com comfort zone, um, ready for the new challenge as always. Um, in this role, actually, I, also, I, also, uh, I oversaw our digital banking and imaging departments also. Nice. So I did that for a couple of years, and, and actually, while overseeing that, we rolled out our mobile banking app in 2015. Here I was struck by the amazing all-encompassing chronology of a young lady who started in the IT department by building computers to power a back office core system to now working on the implementation of the mobile banking app that is familiar to every contemporary banking customer and credit union member in the world. And in our interview, she told me about someone who has been a mentor to her, the CEO, Alan Prindle. And just as she had got through the mobile banking app phase of banking, he had another challenge for her. Alan approached me and asked me if I would like to join um, the senior team again. I had been there once before and um, become and oversee actually the marketing area, all the branches, the contact center. Right back office support, investments, digital banking. And after thinking about where she was in her personal life with her family and after discussing it with her husband, she decided to take on yet another challenge, even though in this particular case, it involved marketing. And for her, marketing was... Marketing has been my biggest challenge to date. Um, every right. word you write is published. Um, is it speaking... To, to your market, to your, to your audience. It, it's, it's, it's my fear. It's my greatest fear. Um, but I accepted the challenge, and here we are four years later. And although we had reached where Alicia is currently in her professional trajectory, I couldn't help but think, what passed for technology on your first day at the credit union way back in 1987? Um, it was the audio response system. Wow, that is absolutely right. I'd quite forgotten about that. I'd become so captivated with Alicia's story that I forgot the purpose of the interview was to ask her about being selected as the NAFQ 2020 Professional of the Year. And so I asked her, tell us about that great team at Power Financial that helped you achieve this tremendous honor. I work with an amazing group of individuals, not just the leadership team, down to the tellers. Um, 
our team is truly dedicated to helping, you know, guide our members on their financial journey. Without a doubt, um, we align in our core values. Uh, I mean, our members are our family, and employees here truly have a passion in serving them. Alicia has been a constant advocate for her member owners and her employees through their belief program. For their members, they had the sit and save program. They saved their members millions and millions of dollars in finance charges. They've been uh, big time in terms of account aggregation. Years ago, we would talk about account aggregation software, getting all those external accounts in one place. That's not what you do. You get your tellers and your bankers and your call center people to ask people, hey, move all of those accounts to Power Financial. You are the account aggregators, not software. And so Alicia's been at the forefront of all of that with the help of a very good mentor. My greatest mentor um, has been our CEO, Alan Prindle. I've had the pleasure of working with him for over 20 years now. Um, his role as the leader of our credit union, this is not just with me, this is in every communication we have with our team members, continuously challenging us, taking us out of our comfort zone. And then Alicia delivered one of the best quote keepers I've ever heard on this show. Progress is made by doing things that are tremendously uncomfortable. Mm, There's wow. been a, a, yeah, it, it, and it truly is. And I think that based on my story, you'll see that. So you, you've got to be receptive to change. You, you've got to embrace it. I mean, you can't, without change, you can't move forward. And of course, with change comes disagreements, debates, and tough conversations. And one thing Alicia respects about the leadership team at Power Financial is folks don't shy away from that. Those tough conversations make me tick. Um, and it's a motivator for me so I can prove that I can do it. And if you're wondering why I was so tough on the Cooperative Credit Union League rolling out their annual convention featuring panels of leadership featuring only men, it's because it's not hard to find great female leaders in the banking marketplace. Alicia told me that her entire leadership team, save the CEO, are women. And while it was very unique back in the late 90s and early 2000s to find a head of the IT department as a woman, as Alicia was, the CIO at Power Financial is a female, Michelle Diaz. And I actually get to work with Michelle Diaz on a daily basis uh, leading um, the credit union. Next, I asked Alicia, it's been a challenging year, 2020, no doubt, but what advice would she give to young people starting their credit union and banking career this year? Well, you know, our purpose is to help guide members, member owners to better financial lives today and for all generations to come. With that being said, when you have your, your purpose, your, your vision, I would tell them, know what you're passionate about and serve with a purpose. If it's not helping others, then the credit union industry may not be for you. Mm -hmm. Always focus on your own performance and not that of others. That's on a personal wow. level. Um, wow. Challenge and believe in yourself. And welcome change, because with change comes opportunity. Off the air, Alicia told me that she had listened to the interview that we had done with last year's NAFQ Professional of the Year from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, John Wilkening. And I asked Alicia, what did she think of that show? I actually thought the show was great. Um, there was a lot of passion in him. That is absolutely true. John is a passionate guy, and he's passionate about results. So passionate, in fact, that he called in while we were doing the interview to congratulate Alicia on the air. Hey, Jason, how are you? 
And John said he could sense the passion in Alicia's voice as well. Um, absolutely, I could hear it in your voice, and I really wanted to call in and congratulate Alicia. She's had a great career, and what a great choice to uh, take the baton forward for 2020. So just a great honor. John, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time out today to join us. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Now, that was putting me on the spot, Jason. And I did put Alicia on the spot a little bit with that surprise, but having listened to her career, I knew there was nothing that she couldn't handle. Thank okay, you, John. Okay, great to talk to you. Alicia, congratulations. <laughs> what an honor. What a career you've had, and I love your passion. So good luck, and God bless. Go get them. <laughs> Thank you, John. Nice, Have a nice great one. Next, I asked Alicia about something that I've been giving a lot of thought to recently. You know, when she started in 1987, there's no monster.com. There's no indeed.com. There's no glassdoor.com. There is no social media. There's no LinkedIn. And when I speak to young people today and they're complaining about opportunities, I just can't really empathize with that because when we started our careers back in the 80s and 90s, we didn't have all the technical trappings that people have today. And I'm not complaining about it. I'm observing it. And I asked Alicia about that. Oh, and let's talk about that. There wasn't even email where I could email my resume to somebody. I had to go take it in person. I had to make an appointment. It it, it was a process. It was, I, I was lucky though. I always say that. I was lucky at the opportunity that two financial institutions, so different, um, because one was one of the major banks in the South Florida area, and and then one was a financial cooperative, to allow me the opportunity to, number one, get my foot in the door coming right out of high school, was very limited experience, very. I had three months maybe at most. I I would agree with you. Here on the show, I'm grateful for all the people, over 400 guests that have agreed to be interviewed on the air. And I enjoy all of them. And I I love the fact that people give up their time to do that. But this is one of those rare instances where I got to the last question. I was a little sad that the interview was coming to an end. I had really been captivated by Alicia's story and this amazing professional trajectory that she has been on. But as we always do, I asked her, hey, look, no matter how great your job is, we all like to do things away from work. What kinds of things do you enjoy doing when you're not at the credit union? Oh, well, when I'm not at work, I really love to spend my time with my grandchildren. So I got six grandkids. At the end of the year, we'll have eight. (laughs) So there's always something to do. Um, But I also enjoy and have every year, at least once a year, I enjoy doing jigsaw puzzles. Um, Looking at individual pieces, figuring out where they'll fit um, into the big picture, and Legos. So I just finished uh, Lego, Mario, I don't know what. It was over a 2,000 pieces uh, with my five-year-old grandson. And that that is really what I live for at the end of the day is is my family. Uh, One of the things, though, I will tell you, every once in a while I get into gaming. I used to love Atari back in the day. Um, (laughs) However, I I tread cautiously as as I am easily consumed by challenging myself. (laughs) Uh, I think I played Guitar Hero for a good six months every evening. 
so I reached the expert level. This has just been a fascinating story from start to finish. As, as, as David Chuyo once said to me, from soup to nuts, I didn't understand what that meant. I had to go look it up. Uh, it's just, I mean, just a great, great turn of phrase. It just means from the beginning to the end, but you're not at the end. Your career continues at Power Financial Credit Union, and Alicia continues with everybody else on the team to work tirelessly to fulfill Power Financial Credit Union's purpose of helping guide their members to better financial lives today and for generations to come. Alicia, you've been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for joining us on the Power Performance Podcast. Thank you, Jason. It's been my pleasure. You can always remember, leave people better than when you found them. I will do my best to do just that. <laughs> Thank you so very much. I need that advice more than you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jason. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Oh, oh, great job. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that reference to David to you, uh, David and, and Alicia used to work together at Power Financial. Of course, now David is the president of University Credit Union down in Southern California. Off the air, Alicia told me to be looking out for a new website that she's been helping out with at Power Financial. She's excited about that. And of course, I asked her, what kind of music do you enjoy? And she said country was a, a genre that she liked, not my favorite. But then she said she also liked Neil Diamond. One of my mother's favorites, and of course, since my parents are from Massachusetts and I am a lifelong Red Sox fan where they play this song in the seventh inning stretch, I said, hey, what better way to close out a great, great show. Thank you, John Wilkening. Thank you, everybody at Power Financial. Thank you, Vinny. I was not going to try to say your last name on the air, but hey, we just learned from Alicia, you got to take chances. Thank you, Vinny. Fiordalisi for all of your help getting this set up, and of course, thank you, thank Thank you, Alicia, for this amazing, charming, forthcoming interview. And of course, thank all of you for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Let's enjoy a little Neil Diamond. You know the part. And until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. Come on, Alicia. Power Financial?